Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation, where you get to join Adler and I and a special guest, Bill Sneed. And we are super excited to be here with you all. And, you know, guys, how are y'all doing? Bill, go ahead since you're the, you're the guest. Doing real good, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, Adler. Yeah, doing really good, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, this is really exciting for me because uh, it's my first podcast. I, I do have a YouTube channel, but it's my first podcast. So it's similar, but different at the same time. So we'll make it rock and roll, baby. It's all good. Hey, thank you. Thank you for um, actually agreeing to join us and uh, just being here, man. We do appreciate your time. Uh, it's very similar to YouTube. We just get a chance to just, you know, just us guys chit chat and we just kind of just get a, um, a better sense of knowing each other at, at the end of this, you know? For real. Absolutely. Well, we want to introduce you, Bill. And, you know, obviously, you know, we, we, we have people that come in on our show and we can't go further until we make sure that we highlight you and, uh, introduce you the correct way. So without further ado, I'm going to put you on blast here for just a second. Uh, so, Bill, first of all, you are happily married to your wife, Jessica, who works at the hospital uh, within sure. the surgery department. Amazing, by the way, as I saw her today. And I said, hey, I'm excited. Bill's going to be on the show. She's like, yeah, I know. He told me. <laughs> so that was pretty great. That was great. That was great. Um, you says here you a new construction sales rep for airflow designs air conditioning so you work within the air conditioning industry which is freaking awesome considering that we live in florida so that's Absolutely. awesome and then and like you said luke bryan says it very well hunting and fishing and loving every single day so bill welcome that's in true. we are super excited for you to be with us i know we've talked about this a lot and today's <clears throat> conversation is one of those conversations that we're going to have that i think people will look on to many many months years down the road and uh it's going to be a dynamic conversation and i'm excited uh, i'm sure adler can say the same thing so we want to give you a second just to you know if you want to share anything else about yourself i think uh that would be an awesome opportunity to just take the mic from us and uh, go for it, man. We want to hear more about you. Sure. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. Like you said, I do air conditioning sales, new construction uh, homes uh, here in central Florida for airflow designs. Uh, big custom homes is, is my specialty. So uh, I've seen some really cool stuff in some of these houses. Uh, one in particular, I can't, I can't say which builder, but I can say that there was a tree house that was built for kids inside the house. It was unbelievable, uh, but uh, really wow. cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, I wanted to go in, I wanted to stay in there and hang for a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> like you said, uh, I hunting, fishing, playing golf, uh, those are three things that I'll get up early for. I don't like to get up early for anything else, but that's about it. And um, so also uh, I am a, a rep for King Kraken, uh, outdoor clothing and so you guys can go to kingkraken.com and check out the stuff that I ha that we have there uh, my buddy Dan's a good friend of mine he lives right around the corner uh, from me so uh, great stuff he also sells electric bikes if you guys are into electric bikes we have electric bikes as well and um, so it's 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 great I've been, like you guys said I've been married for 14 years and uh, it's one of the greatest That's things team, I've ever bro. done in my life well thank you Appreciate it. Uh, one one thing is we we do not have any kids, but uh, 
we've got a lot of nieces and nephews that take up time and money from us, <laughs> as you guys probably can understand. So but we, we have a lot of fun with that. And one other thing I did want to say, I, I really appreciate the shirt. And I did want to say one thing to you, Adler, that the difference in your shirt and mine is that I make it look good, baby. You know what? I have, oh. I have no problems with that at all. I got no problems with that at all. You look, you look stellar it. Soon we got to come out with some hats next. We're going to swap out the <laughs> hat right. for the best you had. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There you go, baby. <laughs> Well, Bill, we appreciate you, man, for real. I know we've uh, – I've talked about let's get on a fishing trip too. I know it's, it's something that yeah. uh, I would love to do. I'm sure Adler, we need to do it, man. I think we should go on a fishing trip sometime in the that, near that's future. That's something I want to try, yeah. And I when, think uh, when it warms definitely up. do it. When it warms yeah, up, we, let's do it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm when down. When it warms up. So, guys, you know, today we're talking about something. Adler, uh, I want to hand this over to you. What are we talking about today? Bring this topic forth for the people to hear what we're talking about. And let's get cracking. Not to be cliche because we're talking about King Kraken, but let's get cracking with this baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, I think, you know, in, in the previous episode, we uh, were able to sit down and talk about um, good characteristics and traits of um, positive relationships in our lives. Um, but I think you also have to be able to highlight um the negative relationships and the bad traits that those um that entail like those situations you know i i think that a lot of people and um you know you guys can you know, correct me if i'm wrong but there's a lot of people that are in toxic relationships that don't necessarily identify or realize that they're in a toxic situation but you know from the outside looking in it's like wait that's yeah. that's that's toxic that's that's terrible you hey you need to you know you need to get out like yesterday but um, I think that just today just kind of will illuminate um, or at least allow some people who are in those type of situations to kind of just see and recognize that they, they ultimately they deserve better. And I, I think that's the most important thing. And that's, that can go from a romantic relationship to even like a relationship with your siblings, your mom, your dad, friends, regardless. There's, there's different types of um, relationships and you can identify them um, with there's certain characteristics and we're going to go into them today. Um, Finn, do you want to uh, start off with uh, one, just name one, not all of them, just name one trait that uh, is part of like a negative toxic relationship? Um, yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate that. I think one of the biggest things that I see, I've seen myself and I see a lot of my other friends and you guys probably can, you know, tag onto this and agree is a, a degree of burnout. There's a burnout in a lot of these toxic relationships. And that's a really very popular characteristic or quality that happens a lot in relationships that tend to go downhill. There's a burnout. There's this, there's this low motivation to proceed. You find yourself avoiding those people or you find yourself with uh, a letdown or absolutely no growth. So I've seen that in myself personally in a dating relationship. I've also seen that with friends myself personally where I just feel like I burn out. I just feel like, you know, I'm just tiring out from this relationship and I really don't feel like I'm moving anywhere. So uh, that's one that really sticks out to me the most. What about you, Bill? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, being married for 14 years, uh, you definitely, there's that burnout phase. You know, when you first get married, you're 
about everything, do everything together, you know, let's let's go hang out, you know, hang out with our friends and this and that. But sometimes, you know, you get into a rut, you know, and I, I do that myself uh, as a guy. I think we do that more than women do is, you know, we come home, we go, go, you know, hang out, chill out for a minute you know, to relax from the day and uh, get something to eat. You may eat together uh, and then, you know, you know, somebody may go into another room, watch TV, do watch something, and I'll I'll go into the back porch and watch sports. I'm a big sports fan as well, so uh, it does get to kind of a. It's not really a burnout phase, but you get kind of in your own little rut, and it just it it can pile up and turn uh, on you, and you know you you'll get some backlash, obviously, from the other side. You know, either either or, hey you need to spend some time with me. And, you know, sometimes that can, that, that'll hurt the relationship a little bit, but you know, you, you find that happy medium to where you, you intersect and come back together. So that way you can enjoy each other again. That, that, that's um, perfect. Like uh, just out of curiosity, like what type of uh, things you, what, what type of things do you guys like to do um, just, you know, to hang out, just to enjoy each other's company? Um, we, I don't mind going shopping with her and things like that. So that's, that's, that's one good thing. Take notes guys. Um, but, uh, we All enjoy our men. <laughs> Take your wallets. I'm, I'm not a great example, but, but you know, uh, uh, don't downplay enjoys, yourself, man. You're great. Uh, she enjoy she enjoys uh, watching sports with me as well. Mm -hmm. Like uh, this last weekend uh, for the Bucks game, we went out with some friends and she was more excited, you know, that we were, when we were out, and together than if we were just home and together. So sometimes the dynamic goes, it's you, you kind of click a little bit more when you're out somewhere possibly than just at the house. Cause you're always at the house a lot of times. Yeah. So, you know, when we go out and do stuff, even with friends, cause we've got a lot of different uh, sectors of friends, if you want to call it that uh, we've got people over here, people over there. So we're very busy. I, I will admit that we're always on the go, but at the same time, you gotta make that time. But we like to go to like St. Augustine. Uh, we go see her grandma every year. Her grandparents up in North Carolina. Love it up there. I that's that's to me that's God's country up there. So up in the mountains. So you know having that time together, even if you just take a little road trip, we've gone uh, on just drove out to the beach, the West Coast or the East Coast, just one day, you know, a Saturday, and then and come back, you know, and and just you know enjoy each other, hanging out. Spontaneous. I like that. That's that's good. Yes. Um, one of the uh, characteristics or traits that um, I find that like in negatives um, or not negative but toxic relationships, right? Um, there is like I want I want to call it an insecurity, you know. And insecurities take many shapes and many forms. So in like let's say a romantic um, situation, right? Um, the insecurity is like, uh, hey. You know, I, I might because I don't feel secure in my own self. I feel like I'm not good enough, or I feel like you might be um, garnishing the attention of somebody else. And um, because of that, I'm going to act this way, and I'm going to, you know, start pick an argument, pick a fight because I just need to make sure that you know I feel comfortable with myself. So that's that's the romantic sense, which I'm sure we all can recognize. But now in the friendship sense, this is a kind, it's kind of a little bit hard, and I'm, I'm sure that you you've 
you know people that are in these type of situations or you might even be in a situation like this yourself where like uh you have like maybe an all a long time friend or old friend from like way 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 back and you guys have been friends just for so long and that's the only thing that's really keeping the friendship alive but like you guys secretly have like this like ongoing competition with whose life is better and uh you know uh you know well i got this and well i did this and i was the one the first one who was social media to, uh, <laughs> yeah exactly like you you have like this like ongoing like competition and that's the way the insecurity comes up comes about there it's just like this ongoing competition of you know whose life is actually better and the only thing that's really keeping that friendship alive is the fact that you guys have known each other for 29 years you know and right. I, I think that that's one of the ones that like a lot of people don't recognize that as hey this is a toxic relationship and it's okay for you to get new friends but hey if you want to keep yourself in that situation i you know more power to you you know we'll, we'll let you figure that out on your own yeah exactly Absolutely. and one thing i wanted to say in a little note here uh sorry finn i just wanted to when that's you were good, talking man, about uh, uh a lot of people want the attention whether it's positive or it's negative and a lot mm -hmm. of people don't don't care and they'll bring that negativity on you to just fight because they like to fight and i'm i'm not that way i i'm a i'm a lover i'm not a fighter i want to hang out i want to have a good time i don't want anybody to be you know <laughs> mad at anybody else oh i just you know that negative attention i that that just turns me off but there's just people that thrive on that negative attention just for anything, any, any emotion that you can bring out of anyone. And, but that's, that's a huge toxin for any type of relationship is just starting a fight just to start a fight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it's, Absolutely. it's good. No, I was just, just going to, I was going to add a point to that. You know, when people, people find themselves in that, area of negative attention or the positive attention you know i feel like when you focus so much time on those aspects of a relationship it kind of goes back to a a root that adler you actually mentioned and that's insecurity uh and i think that when you and we have all done this i'm sure at some point in our life whether it's our friends or people that we you know have dated in our younger years middle age years whoever you know whatever time frame that you're in and you find yourself uh, developing these ways of pouring out your insecurity on somebody. I have, I've done it myself. I have made somebody else have to almost carry my baggage because there was the only way that I could get my point across that, Hey, this is what I want in a relationship. And, and I found that it wasn't very good. It wasn't healthy at all. It actually, it hindered the way that, um, the relationship would continue to go. There was a lack of, uh, you know, there was a lack of enthusiasm there was a lack of, uh, you know, forgiveness, and there was a lack of boundary setting. After all these effects, it kind of like trickled down, and it just continued. And you know, that I find a lot of us people, guys and girls, we don't step out of the box or the comfort zone, so to speak, and look at the relationship and say, "This isn't working. This is not good. This is unhealthy." And like Adler, you made a great point. You said that you know, a lot of times it's because of we hold on to a nostalgic memory or we hold on to a nostalgic time frame. 29 years is a long time. That's a long time mm -hmm. to know somebody. And when you don't establish 
something beyond the, the time frame or one single or maybe a, a pair of memories, you should probably look at yourself in the mirror and reevaluate your relationship or friendship that you have with people and see how healthy it really is. It's kind of like, you know, it's like a stock. I don't always bring stocks into this, but it's like having a stock that you've just been holding on to and all it's doing, it's hurting you more and more. And Adler, you and I both can agree right now. We've been experiencing that with our stocks, you know, watching the stock market plunder. But there's yeah. stocks that I've had to pull out of in the last few weeks because they're just stocks that are actually hurting me and, so to speak, being more toxic to my growth financially. So I just wanted to throw that point out there. It wasn't anything special. I just wanted to add that to you guys because I, I think that when people see that you can talk about these conversations and have this, you know, conversation with your spouse or, you know, have these conversations with your buddies because I feel like a lot of us, we, we brush under the carpet and we just go on with our day. Well, let me ask you guys something, and um, <clears throat> I'm I'm just curious because I already kind of know my like uh, I kind of know where uh, what my answer is. But when a relationship, whether it be a friendship or a family or um, you know wife, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, once it turns toxic, is there any way to remedy or reverse it or or to fix it or turn it back? Um, I already know my answer, but I, I'm just curious to kind of hear, um, you know, you guys. And since Bill, uh, you know, you're the one that's like, you know, all the wisdom in the world and you're married. So um, I, I'll throw that question to you first. Sure, absolutely. I, I was going to say this earlier, but I think one of the best ways is to ask your friends, your family, say, hey, there's something going on. And I need an outside perspective because I'm in it. And a lot of times when you're in it, you can't see what you can see from the outside because you you guys have been on the outside of bad relationships, uh, you know, other people, your friends, family, whatever the case is. And you can go, dude, what what are you doing? You know, because I've had friends like that that I'm like, man, what? why are you even still with this person? Because it's bringing you down. You guys don't connect. You, all you do is butt heads. So, I mean, why are, why are you even doing that? So I, I think if you get an outside perspective, that's, that's a great option. Uh, and if you remedy, I mean, you can, but you both have to want to do that. Oh, love it. It's true. So let me ask you this. I don't, well, before I answer, I want to ask Bill, Bill. So in your, in your 14 years with Jessica, and, you know, when you guys communication was something that we talked about is super important. I know we're talking about the toxic stuff, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, it could be a bump in the road. Let's put it like that in some of the bumps in your roads. And if you don't mind sharing, you don't have to, but if, if there's any bump in the road sure. in your 14 years where you guys have had to want the change, uh, the, the, the ability to be compatible and the ability to compromise in your relationship, in your marriage, would you be willing to share a time in your journey? I mean, this is completely up to you. I mean, at, at your own uh, jurisdiction of what you would like to share. Is there anything before I share my opinion or my answer to Adler's question? I would just be curious because I think there's a lot of people out there who are married and may need to know, hey, this is something that I'm going through. And you know, we don't know how to communicate the same 
equal want or fire, the, you know, the kindling to fix or to overcome something. Right. And the big word there that you keep saying is communicate. Communication. And we still work on that to this day. And there was a time in, in our relationship where the communication was not there. And so you have to keep that open line of communication. Be honest, whether it's a, a negative honesty or a good honesty. You know, you have to keep that relationship of communication open. And that's besides money. Money, I would say money's number one and communication number two in any relationship, especially a marriage, I should say. Uh, that is a huge that's probably the two the two biggest things, uh, you know, faith, fam you know, faith, family and all and all of that, too. But when it's just the, the two people coming together, you know, money's going to be one, especially if you're married. But if you're just you know, like you guys dating communication and keeping that open line, you know, hey, I, I didn't like what you did here. Hey, I had fun when we went over here. It's not all negative. It has to you. You have to have that balance, like you guys are talking about. You got to have a balance of positive and negative. And when you have too much of the negative, that's where that toxic, that toxic toxicity, toxicity <laughs> second comes in, and you know can infect like a cancer. And and so that's you know you have to have you have to have the good you have to have the good and the bad because the bad's going to come no matter what. You just got to find the good, you know, through those bad because there's always. If, in any in any dip in any wave you know there's always there's always an upswing and you have to find that and, and keep that moving absolutely yeah. i appreciate that man you know and i it motivates me because i hope that you know one day when i'm married i'll be able to have that bill mindset and continue to keep the open line of communication because hey that's where it's at bills a man. it's tough man it's all work <laughs> it's nothing but work <laughs> Well, with that being said, I'm going to share my answer. I would say it goes both ways. I feel like the last few episodes, it's been both ways for most of my answers. And the reason why I say that is because, Bill, you actually hit it on the on the head pretty well here. You said it, it really matters on if both parties are willing to want it just as much as the other. And something that my dad actually shared with me last in my last relationship i was i was talking to my dad like listen man this relationship isn't going very well and i i, I wanted to i didn't want to you know break up with her i actually genuinely wanted to develop and i wanted to try to grow past this and basically i remember i was over at her grandma's house and we sat down one sunday and we did a bible study together and then we actually went over this thing and I said, hey, listen, something that I talked to my dad about. And she's like, oh, you talked about your dad. And I was like, well, I went to him for advice because I really want our relationship to be strong and healthy. And it probably was wrong of me to go talk to my dad about it, tell her openly admitting it. But that's not the point. The point is that we sat down and we talked about what we're willing to be, what we're able to compromise and what we were able to be compatible about. And I think that was a starting point. I, I think it gave us both a clear vision of what we could ultimately learn from one another. And it sparked fire. It gave us both, you know, it, it gave me a lot of hope and it gave me a lot of like, okay, this is good. We can power through this. But I still felt like she didn't want to put, like you said, that work in. Now we weren't even married. We're not like, we weren't engaged or anything. This is just dating. This was simply just dating. And 
I felt like, you know, when you start to work harder than the other person, that's when you start to feel like maybe you not, you can't rekindle that flame that you're talking about Adler. And it really, it, it becomes more of a burden than it is so, an asset. Yes. So, and, and here's, here's my answer. Like, this is my, this is my, my, my take. I think that once it like, you know, what you guys said, like, you know, go to the person top, that has to be before you guys get to the toxic, uh, toxic place. Cause I think that once you're in the toxic place, it's kind of like dead, um, dead um, tissue or necrotic skin. Right. Once the, once the circulation's not there anymore, it's done. It's finished. You either got to cut it or, you know, the rest of the body suffers. So um, I think that once if you as like along the way to getting to toxic, you know, it's very important to be communicate and try to, you know, see the want to from both sides. It's, it's key. But I think that once you ultimately turn into this yelling, whatever, you're not going to see it, the other person's perspective. You're not going to be you're not going to come in with a, a level of understanding. And um, a, another characteristic of a toxic relationship is the lack of support. So like it's gonna be, it's gonna feel like there's a lack of support, and it's gonna feel like, hey, I'm putting more effort than you are. I'm putting more effort than you are. I did this, and, I did, and then it becomes like this scoreboard thing, and it's mm -hmm. going back and forth. And this is not in just a relationship. This is just like you know, I I can even you know p pick a time where I had a family member of mine. Um, obviously, we were able to remedy it before it turned toxic, but it was getting to a point where it was going to turn toxic where we weren't talking to each other. We'd be in like the same family functions and just pretend like the other person didn't exist. And it got to a point where, you know, one of us had to break down and say, hey, look, I'm sorry. And, um, you know, if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, she was the bigger person and she was like, look, I'm sorry. And I was like, hey, you know what? You you have every right to be upset. I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done this. And it, it, you, you come in with a certain level of understanding and when you come in with that, when you come in with that, you can almost remedy any situation. Like coming with a level of just understanding, support, and just hearing each other out. Even if you don't necessarily agree with what the person um, has to say, at least you know validating the feelings and just kind of figuring out a way to um, a game plan just to you know remedy things for the next time. And you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that you know things things um, fixed uh, themselves out with with the two of us and. You know, we've never had any issues ever since then. So, I wanted to uh, bring something up to you guys. I just wrote a note down as y'all were talking. Um, Finn, you said something about, you know, going and talking to somebody and you told the person that you talked to your dad, I think it was is basically what you were saying. Um, yeah, I, well, I want people I was, to understand. This is my girlfriend. I talked no, to my, well, my ex-girlfriend. I told my ex-girlfriend, I had told her, Hey, I talked to my, I talked to my dad about this. You know, my dad is my role model. My dad's my hero. So I'm going to go, I look up to my dad and I hope that people do. And so I've talked to my dad, my dad about this relationship. I just, it was one of my most serious relationships I've ever had. So I really wanted to make sure that if I'm going to make certain moves, I'm going to do it correctly from the man's perspective, at least, but go ahead, Bill. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. And I just wanted everybody this point to be made that don't be afraid to go and ask for advice and, that's that's what you have to do. I've done that many a times in my life. The, I, the best leaders surround themselves with people who are smarter than they are, and they ask their advice. And I have to kind of do that at work. Is 
when I first got into the AC business, I'll be very frank with you, I knew nothing about air conditioning. This was one of the <laughs> first sales jobs I ever had where I didn't, I literally didn't start out in the field and do everything and, and then come back in. So circling back around is I had to surround myself with people and get information from over here, over here, over there, ask my boss many questions, go out in the field to figure out how all this is. And now I have enough information in my head to be able to make a competent decision to tell a multi-million dollar builder that's building a multi-million dollar home what he needs to put into his house. So don't be afraid to ask on a relationship. That's more important than the air conditioning in the house. I shouldn't say that out loud, but <laughs> your relationship with anyone, your friends, your family, your your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, doesn't matter. That is you need you need to have that advice from people that have been there and done that and that are on the outside looking in because you can see a lot more on the outside than you can see from the inside, especially when you're swimming around in that muck and mire, unfortunately. I, I think in you're, you're right, um, Bill, like seeking counsel or seeking um, advisement, that, that's not um, a sign of weakness or whatever. Obviously, you know, it, it, no. in, in that specific like scenario, you, there's certain things you kind of have to keep in house between the two people. And I, I definitely agree with that. But I, I don't see if there's like, something that is like, let's say it's troubling you and it's like, all right, hey, I, I need to improve this. How do I improve this? I can't find the answers from within here. I need to seek you know, counsel from somebody who's either been through it or, you know, who is you know wiser than, than um, we are. And I think that um, parents are an excellent uh, resource because they've already lived through 90% of the stuff that, you know, you've lived through. So it makes absolute perfect sense to just, you know, seek that counsel from somebody that you trust and somebody that has actually gone through it before. So I, I don't think in that situation, you know, whether whether she got mad or not, I don't think that was a wrong choice. Um, you know, I, I think that seeking counsel can um, improve relationships and that can also highlight or illuminate, you know, areas that you're lacking. So um, I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. And you know, if you're if you're put in that situation again, by any means, seek counsel. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a question. Absolutely. So I, I don't know who wants to answer this question, but I, I, I think this is one that is relative to a generation that is coming up. And also a lot of people, uh, you know, millennials or whatever you want to call them, Gen X, Gen Z, whatever <laughs> you want to call them. Yeah, Gen X. Yeah. But do you feel like, and this is just an honest question, and I know a lot of people may not like it, but here I go. Do you feel like social media has an impact negatively on how relationships are progressing or how they are developed? Do you feel like social media, and I know this is a very out of the ballpark question, but I feel like I have my own opinion. I will share mine just like Adler did at the end, but how do you guys feel about social media and how relationships are forming, how they are regulated, how they are censored, not to be cliche, but hey, how, do you feel like it has an impact on a lot of these newer, I don't really have, I guess, new new generation relationships? Do you, do you guys feel like I think that? it's Generation Y, mainly those are like the ones between like- Whatever, Generation Alphabet. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. There's too many fucking <laughs> letters being used oh. for this generation. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I I think it's I think it's more negative than it is positive because I'm a Gen Xer. 
I'm 43 years old. I'm proud to say that I'm 43, and I'm good looking for 43 as well. Look at this beautiful face, baby face, baby. Just handsome, so, handsome, marvelous. Yes, <laughs> marvelous, right? marvelous. So, with social media, it's it's more of a look at me, look at me. You know, a lot of people. I always, I have always said this, and I will take it to my grave that social media is a tool, just like a car is a tool, a hammer is a tool. You have to use it correctly or else it is it's going to be toxic. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to ruin you. And all these kids that are putting their basically their whole lives on the Internet. I mean, I don't know if even half of them understand that that's there forever. And ever and ever and ever. And I think down the road here in the next 10, 15 years, when these kids try to get a job, they're going to be flipping back well this is what you said on twitter about this and here's a video of you uh doing this what what can you explain that so i mean there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad and you know you, you know Finn, you're you're in your early 20s and i remember what i used to do in my early 20s and i would not want to be putting that on social media <laughs> but a lot of these kids do and you know, it's it's. I think it's going to be kind of bad for them. It's good. It's going to be toxic for them. And relationship wise, you know, circling back around to that, I, I get off. I'm tangents, but I'm sorry. Um, That's okay. <laughs> they will. They you know the the relationship thing. I mean, it's it's a status thing. Like, oh well, I got I got this, and you know, oh well, my boyfriend's got this, and he's got a bigger truck, or he's got you know, he's got caught a bigger fish, or whatever, blah blah blah. <laughs> so it's it's a keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. It really is. Yeah. So uh, it, you know, I I think the toxicity <clears throat> that that mixes a lot of that toxic stuff. You know, just starts that cocktail of toxicity is just mixing up with that. Yeah. Um, all right. So for this, and I, I completely agree with you. I was actually going to take it there, but you kind of stole the words out of my mouth. Um, so why'd media's... you do that? I just gonna... <laughs> I'm good at that. Social. Hey, that, we, that just means we have brilliant minds. Brilliant minds think alike. Um, social media is a tool. It's a platform. And at the end of the day, the tool can only be used how the user decides to use it. So if I decide to take a screwdriver and use it as a steak knife. Yeah, I'll probably be able to cut the steak, but it's probably going to be really messy and like, why are you doing that with a screwdriver? Instead of using it for what it's meant to do is to tighten bolts, screws, uh, things, things like that. So um, I, I think that social media has a, a positive, um, a positive uh, like feel to it. Like I, I know myself and Finn, we use both of our um, social medias, our platforms, and the Best You Nation as a way of impacting and reaching the, as many people as we possibly can. Because, you know, we can impact and pe reach people that are in our day-to-day, face-to-face life, but we can reach and impact way more as long as we're using social media as a, a tool, an avenue, in order to connect with other people. And obviously, with the good side of thing, good side of one, one situation is always the bad side. Um, the bad side is, you know, exposing yourself to a lot of this nonsense, garbage, and um, like censorship, and even like right, right, uh, right now, I'm, I'm sure you guys are all aware about like the whole Reddit platform and their battle with Wall Street currently. Like, you know, I think you know personally, from my own perspective, they're using social media as a good platform, something good, in order to disrupt the way that things have always been. 
And I think that sometimes like, you know, human beings, we get caught up in this whole idea of, well, things have always been this way. And because they have, we shouldn't change. No, that's a lie. You know, things become obsolete within like, you know, four to five years. And we have to constantly be changing, constantly trying to add and constantly trying to improve in order to stay um, most current with the most uh, current situations. So I, I'm all for, you know, these Reddit users. I'm not on Reddit personally, but I, I think that them going after the like the man, so to speak, I think that, you know, this is going to be revolutionary and it's going to change the way that we, we view things. And for those of you that, that don't know what's going on, check it out. Reddit, um, Wall Street Reddit versus the actual Wall Street and hedge funders. Um, it's it's everywhere. It's on Google. Check it out. It's pretty interesting. Wow. I don't even know how to like stack my brick on y'all's bricks right now because y'all, that was phenomenal. And I mean, you guys make two grand points. So I'm going to add a very small point. I think that when you hear the word relationship, 90% of us think of <laughs> romantic relationships. Just like Adler said, and just like Bill, you said as well, it's a tool. So I'm not going to just repeat the resounding gong, but it is exactly that. And I do think that being somebody who didn't have social media in the younger years of my life, I didn't have social media until I was 18 years old. Like I didn't establish an Instagram or a Facebook until I was 18 years old, just because my parents were really, really tough. Having an army dad, he retired, you know, having that mindset of don't have stuff on Facebook, don't have this on Instagram. He doesn't have social media, doesn't care for it because of the level of security that he has up here protecting himself for like what you said, Bill, later down the road when it's like, oh, all right, you're going to come in for a job interview. But we look, we see that you're, you know, you're, you're doing this on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and you know you're like i didn't say that well clearly that was like 10 years ago your mind's different but this is this is the reality of it you have a choice you get to choose what you do you just don't get to choose the consequence and and i feel like social media has taken a very hindering uh effect on a lot of young people and honestly even on people in their middle ages and even a little bit beyond i'm gonna take this back a couple years ago i remember this this is a very 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 crazy situation. I would have never expected this from uh, an adult because obviously I was, I think I was like 13 or 14 years old. We were at a Boy Scout meeting and a, one of the moms of one of the guys in my, 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 my group in my patrol, he, her, she was telling the story like one of her friends had got fired from her job because she said some garbage about her boss. And that message got passed all the way up to her manager. It was through another person, through another person, through another person, through another person. And the manager saw all the garbage that she was saying about him. And this is just like, this is a mom, a wife, and, you know, a leader in the Boy Scout uh, Boy Scout group. And it's like, you're sharing this. And I remember hearing that. It just goes to show that social media is going to attract you, follow you around, and it, it really becomes a virtual resume that you are constantly working at. Just like I've said to Adler, the stock market is a growing or a, a growing savings account, so to speak, but can also fall under. So it's a savings account at risk is what I call it. So, you know, with social media being such a, a dominant, uh, a dominant part of most people's lives, I also think that people have put on a facade and I think that we do a very poor job mm -hmm. of faking to the 
potential lovers that we have in our life or the potential people that we can meet. We put on this fake look while we call it Facebook, we call it a fake look and we, we don't really actually go deeper in because if everybody started sharing what was actually going on in their life, oh my goodness, uh, mm. it would be a revolution. It would be like, a, everybody would be like, <laughs> whoa, that person does this. Oh, wow, this person's into that. Oh man, I can't believe you. Like you would see all these people coming out and that's something we've talked about is vulnerability. So I think social media on top of everything that you guys have said has really, really honestly made dating, made uh, relationships in general romantically, friendships, workplace, professional relationships, workplace, workplace yeah. relationships, very yep. difficult. And, you know, we want to be able to give people insight and wisdom that you can still change that, change it now, take a step and go back. Like Bill has said, step on the outside and recognize these behaviors. Are they holding you back from potential jobs? Are they keeping you from growing with people? You know, obviously in the best you nation, we're not going to be posting some, you know, some negative, like, you know, I hate chocolate ice cream. I don't know. I mean, even though I like chocolate ice cream, I know, Bill. <laughs> But how the dare point you. is, how dare you say something like this? <laughs> it's you wouldn't see that on our social media. You're not going to see something where we're going to blast something out of negativity because why spend the amount of time and energy on negative when you can really mm. take that and put something else on that can? That's just my point. I just wanted to throw that out there. I think social media has really become, yeah. uh, unfortunately, a huge part of a lot of people's lives and. Maybe taking a step back from it once in a while. Just giving yourself a chance, like Bill said. Spend time together. Learn a little bit more about each other. There's endless amounts of time for that. So um, definitely like to uh, the recap and um, to close out you know, this episode. Um, obviously, um, you know, one of the one of the biggest things that I, I kind of uh, took from it is what, what Bill said about like his uh, relationship with his wife. You know, you just find little things to, to spend time together and just do um, things just to connect. And that's that's a huge piece of just life in general, um, being able to just uh, connect, whether it's uh, going shopping or going to watch the game, just being able to connect and um, realizing that, you know, in in toxic situations, you have these insecurities and you can't allow these insecurities to plague or to creep into a relationship. Otherwise, things will turn even more toxic and um you know finn you you had uh mentioned um what, what, what was the one that you mentioned again compatibility compromise burnout yes you had mentioned like the burnout the compatibility compatibility if you start to feel that burnout if you start to feel like things are starting to become mundane and just boring you know switch it up you know flip it up do something different you know get out of the norm and uh, I, I'm going to bring it back to Bill again. Like they watch the game together, but there's something different about watching the game out amongst friends and, you know, and out in public, you know, doing some, the same thing you're doing at home, but just doing it, you know, in a different environment. I, I think that um, spices things up um, because at the end of the day, um, we all are hum humans and we all, um, we benefit from our, our interpersonal relationships with, from just day-to-day -day, um, interactions. And we need those interactions to help us improve as people, help us to improve with like, um, you know, business, financials, situations, just to help us just to ultimately connect and just to be a part of the world instead of um, 
you know, being present, having a presence in the environment that you're placed in. So um, thank you guys, uh, Bill, thank you for, for being here. Thank you for uh, you know, taking some time out for, uh, to be with us on the Best You Nation. Uh, we appreciate it. Absolutely. And if you guys Absolutely, man. Do, it's my me pleasure. A, do me a solid for Bill, guys, first and foremost, if you haven't done so, obviously you guys can follow us at the Best You Nation. Bill is one of, one, of our, one of our biggest fans. I mean, I'm talking about like always on there, checking our stuff out, liking our stuff, uh, always giving me tips and tricks here and there. But follow him. Follow what he's doing, man. You know, he's out there making an impact himself. And it's at Bill underscore Sneed, B-I-L-L underscore S-N-E-E-D. Follow him there. You can get some awesome merchandise at kingkraken.com. If you need a hookup, you got Bill. Look at that. Man, we got to get to that. Yes. Look at the hat. I like it. And 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 also with kingkraken.com, if you use code WILDBILL, you get 10% off of your order. Ooh. Wild okay. Bill. Wild Bill. Yes, sir. So, we're gonna, so I like that. Yeah, we're going to have to post this uh, where <laughs> people can have this information. Wild Bill. Wild Bill. There you man. go. Well, and Bill, also, pleasure, uh, just just so everybody knows i'm on youtube as well you can just put my name in just like my instagram handle and so i know that you guys can be uh you know well i'll put this up on my channel as well for everybody that's in my circle and in my uh my subscribers uh i know it'll be awesome for them to see because i've had a good friend of mine steve he's like because i did uh i did speak at my church my little church that me and my wife got married at uh, her grandpa was the pastor there for a very long time. I actually started the church and uh, I spoke there one time. So that's on my uh, my YouTube channel. That's the very last video. You have to you know scroll down a good little ways, but go check that out. And uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but uh, I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, you guys are growing and I'm proud of you. And don't ever stop, man. Keep it moving. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Well, appreciate, appreciate you, it. man. As always, we love you guys. Stay blessed. Have a positive, motivational, and cultivated mind this week. And go out there and be the best you. Bill, thanks for being the best you, man. Thanks for joining us today. Have a wonderful week, guys. You got it, baby. Love it.